Good afternoon and welcome back to the third episode of the Sam Hossick Media Podcast. Uh, before we get things going here, a uh, very sad day on Saturday. Colby Cave of the Edmonton Oilers passing away. I'm now joined on the phone by Braden Hache of the Kingston Frontenacs, who is going to be our guest today. Uh, Braden, let's uh, just get your thoughts on uh, what you thought about uh, that news when you heard it about Colby. Yeah, it was heartbreaking, actually. Uh, my mom woke me up and, and told me the news, and it's it's very, very sad, and it's news that you never want to hear. And our thoughts and prayers go out to his wife and his family during these times. Absolutely, and uh, oh, Graydon, it's an honor to have you on the podcast here. You drafted uh, 63rd overall in the 2019 under-16 OHL priority uh, selection, and uh, we'll jump right into things here. Uh, we're going to go back to the 2018 season. You were playing with the Yotsimco Express in the ETA AAA loop, and you guys went on to win a bronze medal that season. Uh, take us to the season and how it went for you guys. Yeah, we had a pretty special group, and we had a close group too, and I think that's what helped us lead to uh, success. But... Throughout the year, we were battling first and second with North Central, who was a strong team in our loop as well. And being a player who's played on that team for, for eight years, and we never made it past the second round of playoffs. And for us to battle through that and have a pretty wild series against Whitby in the second round um, was, was pretty special. And to get to the OMHAs, which was a first time for a lot of us on that team, and to win a, win a medal in the last year, go out with a bang was uh, pretty special. Absolutely, and uh, that season you guys made the prestigious OHL Cup. In the first game of the tournament, you faced the Don Mills Flyers. You had now teammates of yours, Shane Wright and Francesco Arcuri. Uh What was it like to face both of them and now be on the same team with those guys? Yeah, playing in the OHL Cup was, was pretty amazing. It was a goal of ours from the start of the season, and to, to get there and play in front of you know, every OHL team and, and a big crowd was, was amazing. The first time we played Don Mills there in uh, that tournament, they had the, the tribute to, to Roy, and that was pretty special to be a part of that with uh, such an amazing team, the best Meyer hockey team I've ever played against. And to now be playing with, with special players like uh, Ryder and Frenchie is, is pretty cool. And we talk about our minor midget days, and we played them three times last year. And, we joke around about it a little bit now. Um, as I was a D who was matched up against their line, and we played each other hard, but it's pretty cool for us to now be trying to build something special in Kingston. Absolutely. And uh, April 6, 2019 was a special day for yourself, family, and teammates. Uh, take us through where you were that day and uh, how you found it. You were six, uh, drafted 63rd by the Kingston Frontenacs. It was, a, it was an amazing day. Pretty special one I'll never forget, uh, for sure. I was home. I had family come in. Uh, we were all here uh, around the TV watching it, and um, it was stressful for sure. Um, I wouldn't take back anything, but it was. I was walking around the house pacing. I was pretty stressed at that point, and my dad was on the phone, and he. We didn't refresh the page after the third round ended, and I was the first pick in the fourth. And we didn't. It continues with the list right after the broadcast ends, and um, I'm pacing around. I go to sit on the couch and. And my dad was on the phone and he started getting all these texts like Kingston, Kingston, congrats. And he was like, God, whatever. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh my God, like refresh the page. So, um, my mom or my brother, one of them 
uh, refreshed the TV and the laptop that was hooked up, and it was like four names up was my name, and it was it was pretty crazy. It was hectic from there, and just celebrations and everything, and then a phone call from Kingston to follow that. So it was pretty amazing. It was all surreal, and but I wouldn't take back anything. It was a pretty amazing day. Absolutely, and uh, that May you were able to attend the OHL Gold Cup in Kitchener uh, with Team OMJ Black. Take us how, uh, through how that week was for you and how, how it helped you prepare for the next level. Yeah, that week was huge, and playing with the top players in the OMJ was pretty cool. We've never had the chance to do that, and um, to have that was, was pretty amazing. And to go away, you're staying in a hotel with a roommate, somebody you've never met before, um, and you're training every day in the practices in the morning and the games at night. I was I was fortunate enough to later be selected to go to Calgary um, for the under-17 development camp. And I was just, I think those two camps really helped me prepare for training camp as well for the OHL. Um, and it was a huge development for me. For sure. And uh, take us through the first day you were able to uh, go to Kingston and get your first uh, real official tour. Uh, what was your overall impression of all the facilities and thoughts on uh, what you were getting into there? Yeah, it was in May um, when they brought us in for orientation camp. Uh, we came in on the Friday night and we got a tour of the dressing room. And it's the first time I've ever uh, stepped foot in the dressing room of team I'm property of. And it was pretty surreal seeing everything. You know, you got the gym in your room and your dry stalls and all the um, equipment that you'll you'll need and just kind of step foot in there and be like, you know, this could be my future home was, was pretty amazing. I was very excited to try and get started with them. For sure, and we'll get right into Kingston here. Uh, when you moved to Kingston, you were in place in a billet family with Dennis Golovetchup to start the season. Talk a little bit about what it was like coming into Kingston at 16 and uh, how Dennis and your billet family really helped you. Yeah, I... My billets are amazing, and I got to give it out to them. Uh, Billy, Trina, and my two little billet brothers, uh, Chase and Jesse, uh, they did everything for me, and they, they really welcomed me with open arms. Um, I'm very excited to continue continue with them and be a part of their family. And Dennis helped uh, with having an older guy, knowing the ropes, uh, somebody to bounce questions off when I was coming in, going on your first road trip, what to pack, that kind of, th- that kind of thing. It was nice to have somebody who, uh, who knew the ropes. For sure, and uh, take us through your first OHL training camp with the Frontenacs. How did it go, and what was your overall experience during that? Yeah, I was told in May um, when Kingston signed the first uh, three picks to come and work hard over the summer and come earn a spot at camp. So I worked as hard as I possibly could all summer and came in prepared to my first OHL training camp. Um, worked the hardest I could uh, throughout the three days, and it was it was stressful, but I was confident because I had prepared all summer. Um, so it was pretty cool um, being able to throw on a an OHL logo and and go through that and play against OHL caliber players. And um, I ended up signing my contract on the last day. Absolutely. And now your uh, father Conrad is the director of officiating for the OHL. Heading into any games at any point this season, did you uh, kind of know who was going to be the referees and linesmen and be able to let the guys know, or were you going into games uh, blind? No, the same, the same as any other player. And the OHL uh, and my dad, uh, the start when I signed my contract and entered the OHL, uh, they let him be a father. Um, so anything to do with Kingston and be able to him, he's allowed to attend games as a father and. Um, that's all it is. So it takes work is 
is not there when it comes to Kingston uh, for my dad. So they we're fortunate enough for them to let him just be a father, and I'm I'm just a player in the league, so I'm the same as every other guy. Absolutely. Now uh, take us back to your first OHL preseason game on August 30th at the Leon Center. Uh, what were your feelings you had, and uh, how special was that to finally be in a junior hockey game? It was pretty crazy. I had uh, my family came, and I had one of my best buddies come as well, AJ McGarrity, actually. Um, came with my family as well and at that point I signed my contract but we were still trying to figure out where I'd be starting the season um, so that game was also a tryout for me so but I remember throwing on the jersey Joel showing up that day and there's a stitch Kingston Frontenac Ontario Hockey League jersey in a stall um, with all the equipment and it was pretty crazy I remember looking in the mirror before I went out I was like wow like I'm wearing an OHL jersey with my name on it um, and I played really well, and it was the next day where we we agreed uh, with Kingston that I'd be staying there and, and playing here. So it's pretty crazy. For sure. And now uh, your fourth exhibition game that season was played in Clarington on the 14th of September versus the Austro Generals. Uh, being from Newmarket, how special is it to be able to have a lot of your family and friends uh, come out to check out that game for sure? Yeah. Um, there was, we had a lot of family and friends come to that game. And what was also pretty special about that is it was a rink I grew up playing in minor hockey. You know, every time we played Clarington, it was in that rink. And to play an OHL game and in a rink that I've played minor hockey my whole life was, was pretty crazy because I knew the place. But, you know, now, now I was playing in the OHL. And, yeah, that was pretty cool. Absolutely. And uh, now first OHL game against the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs. Were the nerves settled down a little bit from preseason or uh, were they still there? A little bit. We had uh, two games on road trip um, coming in. And um, I think that helped me kind of watch first before I, I stepped foot into my first regular season OHL game. But for sure the nerves were still there. Um, I do remember it, everything uh, from that. But the guys were awesome helping me just kind of stay calm, treat it like another game. Um, but to have all friends and family there was, was pretty crazy. Absolutely. And uh, now, what was your favorite city to either play in or travel to with the team this season when you weren't playing? Um, well, I think the coolest, uh, when I was playing, was was we had London and Kitchener in, in one weekend. And to play in, uh, in arenas like that, um, with you know eight nine thousand fans watching was was pretty amazing. I know a lot of guys don't get that opportunity in their first year, um, so to be able to get that both those uh, rinks in my first year was pretty amazing. And I would like I broke my foot later on in the season, so I think just being able when we went up north and when we went to the U.S. There's a lot of uh, rinks that I've never stepped foot in, so to kind of just see everything was was pretty cool step back and kind of watch but for sure playing uh was pretty cool having uh, London and Kitchener in the same weekend for sure and now the game against the uh Sudbury Wolves this season you threw a big hit on uh other another rookie Chase Stillman while going for the puck uh, Nolan Hutchinson of the Wolves took exception to hit and dropped the gloves with you uh were you kind of expecting that reaction and uh how did that uh, all kind of start well, I play physical, so I kind of had a feeling it was going to come at some point uh, throughout the year. Um, but I threw the hit, uh, and my back was, was to the ice after I threw the hit. And I didn't know who it was, but now, well, now I know, but no one, he, 
it kind of came on my back and I was facing the other way so I didn't know who grabbed me and I just heard drop him kid drop him and I dropped him <laughs> I asked the guys after the fight ended actually my equipment manager came in who I fought because the adrenaline was just insane but that's kind of how it started I just heard drop him and we dropped him and we had a really good fight and uh, you picked up your first career OHL assist against uh, the North Bay Battalion on home ice. Uh, just take us through the, how that play happened and the feelings that uh, were involved with that play. Yeah, that was pretty special as well. Um, our goalie, Christian Prop, uh, he talked, we talked, we used to talk about it a little bit, how he was going to play the puck up the ice, but it was, uh, we caught North Bay on a change. I was coming back for a puck that was dumped in and, Proper laid it out for me and said fire it up. So I looked up and I saw uh, Callaway Mercer on the wall and I fired the puck all the way up the ice on a far blue and he made a nice slide to Justin Pringle who put it in. And not only was it my first point, the teddy bears were flying everywhere. So it was, it was a cool moment. Absolutely. And uh, very tough way for the season then. You guys were on a roll to uh, end the season. How hard was it to see the season come to an end? like it did and uh will it make you guys hungry for next year you guys uh had a tough start to the beginning of the year but really turned it on uh near the end and we're gonna be one of the playoff teams that made it this year yeah we're a young team and this year was there's a lot of folks on development and we want to be able to get that uh, playoff experience going into next year but i think we have a really strong young group who's now had experience in the league for a year and we're going to go into next year really hungry to try and be one of the top teams. And um, we're excited. And we got something really special in Kingston going on with their young core. And um, for sure, it's going to make us hungrier. We're going to come in the season, season flying and have a better start and have a better season for sure. Absolutely. And a couple of the guys I want to ask you now about playing with are uh, Shane Wright. Uh, just talk about what it's like really to play with the guy who came into the league at 15 uh, for those uh, I'm sure everyone at this point really knows who uh, Wright is but uh, what's it like seeing him uh, come to the league at such a young age and just tear it up like he did yeah I'm spending a lot of time with him uh, Shane and I have become really close friends and it's no surprise that he is where he is um, he's got the best habits on a hockey player I've ever seen um, does everything right and competes with other guys and makes other guys better. And you can just tell the little details. Like that's why he was wearing an Eddie. I don't think one person on our team would disagree with that. He was a leader right off the hop. And he's a respectful, very humble, humble guy. And he does everything right. And that's where he is, where he is. And that's why he's going to be leading our team. Absolutely. And the next couple of guys will bring up here uh, Christian Prop, Jacob Rahani, and uh, Nick King, the three overages you guys had there this season. Uh, just talk about what those guys brought as veterans to the team. Yeah, um, Bratz was, is a, was an amazing leader. Um, he was, he did everything right as well. That's why he led our team. And I kind of used him as an outlet a lot throughout the year. Um, just Chad as a defenseman. He's played five years in the league, and it's pretty special that he's played played five years with Kingston, one organization throughout the whole way. And um, he was a really good guy to bounce ideas off of. And and he was really good with us too. You know, little things that he saw for me, um, let me know if, if there was stuff that he saw to change or anything like that. And he was an amazing outlet that, that I had somebody that I'll, I'll keep in touch with throughout my career too. And 
Nick King um, is the exact same. He came in. Uh, we got some time to play together, play together actually throughout the season. A couple games where we were partners on a regular minute, and he's another guy who he coaches you and helps you out. And they're just they're great guys. They're great outlets to have, and you see a friendship bond there, whether it's you know four years in age apart or or whatever. It doesn't feel like that. It's just teammates and brothers. So. That was pretty special to have two overage defensemen that I could bounce ideas off of as, as being a 16-year-old. And uh, proper, proper, was a, he's a great guy. Uh, he actually sat beside me in the room, and he came in, and, and he lightens the mood, too. He brings an energy to the team, and, um, you know, you see some of the highlight reels, these crazy, crazy stretch saves that he's made throughout the year. He really fires the guys up, and... Um, and he's a he's a beauty too. Funny guy come in wearing you know something special every day, whether it was a big feather hat or um, some crazy style. But those were those were great overagers to to have as outlets throughout the year. Absolutely, and I'll I'll totally agree everything about Prop there. I've been buddies with him for about five years now since he broke in the league with Barry and. Uh, yeah, I, he would go to a rink at Barry and be the same way, complete beauty, hang out with him in the summer all the time now with some of the other yeah. some other buddies, and he, he is quite the character for sure. Oh, yeah. And now uh, a couple guys that I know personally from working with them last year, and you've known uh, we're going to get into here, Gavin Graham, Jack Stanley, and E.J. McGarity, and Ryan Cutler, and a couple of them uh, – told me to ask you about uh, experiences at the cottage. So uh, I'll let you get into that now. Yeah, so I met uh, Jack and, and Gavin um, from a cottage that my, my family rents. We've rented for like, I think, 10 years now for a week every summer, uh, like mid-July. And, and Gavin and I met each other uh, just kind of through. It's a, it's a campground uh, that has like trailers and cottages you can rent with like a beach and stuff. So going there a lot, I ended up, you know, meeting Gavin, we became good buddies as, you know, both AAA hockey players. Um, and then we put, started playing against each other and we hung out a lot. We were up there for the whole week and he'd make sure he was up there for the whole week when I was coming up. And a couple of years ago, I went up with him to his trailer later on. And, and Jack's grandparents have one there too. So it was kind of cool to have two hockey buddies when, when I went up there and we spent a lot of time together. Uh, we took the bikes to, uh, there was a bridge that we could go bridge jumping off of and a little ice cream place there. So, yeah, it was pretty cool uh, to, to have friends up there. And now we have a friendship now. And with uh, AJ, AJ McGarity uh, and Ryan Cutler, uh, two of my best friends. Uh, we've been best friends since they made the team uh, seven years ago. Well, it would be eight now, but we played seven years of hockey together. Um, they're just great guys. And we're really good family friends as well. And, friends that I'll have for life um, with those guys but for sure we always had a little bit of a trio going on there um, with Katsi and AJ but those are those are great guys that friendships that'll last forever and um, I'm very fortunate to have that and have hockey bring that to me. Absolutely and uh, next one here uh, this season while playing in the OHL was there one guy that you uh, faced during playing time that you kind of were like holy crap like I'm facing this guy in the game uh doesn't matter what team but was there uh one kind of superstar from the league that you got to play against that uh, was just a little bit of shock to you this year there's a lot of guys um it's a pretty special league to be playing in um as a rook i didn't 
<laughs> usually when they were on, I was I was uh, not on. We were matching lines, but um, to watch guys uh, and play against them was was pretty crazy. Playing you know, Connor McMichael on the London Knights, um, was a lethal player, um, and Aiden Dudas from Owen Sound, um, pretty crazy. And Ty Delandria too. I think that was probably the top player I played against. Um, throughout the season, just watching those guys, especially when they came back from the World Juniors, um, we played Ty Delandria, and he's just a, a lethal player, and um, pretty crazy to play against those guys after watching them for years and going, "Oh my God, that's that guy!" And now, in Jersey, playing against him on the other bench. So, those are kind of cool moments. But you know, you know, that guy's wearing another jersey, and uh, I'm part of the league now too. So. Absolutely. And uh, now, obviously, with this COVID-19 stuff going on, uh, off-season's a little bit different. But uh, let's go back to last summer a little bit. What were uh, some of the things you did to kind of uh, prepare to get into the OHL that you uh, would have been continuing to do this uh, off-season? Yeah, so I'm doing the same thing this off-season I did last. Uh, so my trainer, John Stevens, and I, uh, we sat down right after the draft and kind of said, well, before the said kind of what's our game plan here um we're trying to make an ohl team come august so uh, i was on a nutrition plan um so making sure i was feeling my body with all with everything right um to match how much i was working out um so tracking weighing calculating everything i was eating um, which i'm i'm doing that now and we'll be doing that throughout the off season as well and it was in the gym twice a day I wake up at nine bike to the gym work out bike home eat, sleep, and then go back. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be skating with, with Paul Ranger, uh, defenseman coach, and uh, Ashley Jones for skating. So we continue doing that throughout the summer, and I'm excited for what's to come. Absolutely. And uh, final one here before we wrap things up. Uh, who are some of the guys that uh, you're really close with on the team and that uh, you hung out with the most and that you uh, still keep in touch with now? Um, I think the the O three draft class there we kind of stuck together um, pretty pretty tightly throughout the year. Uh, so Maddox Collins, uh, Shane Wright, and and our Curry, um, those were those were guys we kind of stuck together as the, the rookies coming in the team. We ended up having a lot of rookies throughout the year um, with other guys coming in, you know, imports and guys we picked up as well. Um, but I know Shane and I keep in touch keep in touch a lot throughout the. Uh, Throughout this uh, unfortunate time here, but um, kind of been close with all the all the rookies there, um, and uh, Lucas Parrick to Nick King and Jacob Bratney, uh, all those guys. Uh, but I kind of keep in touch with everyone. But for sure, Shaner and I, uh, we talk almost every day. Absolutely. Well, Braden, it's been an absolute honor having you on the show, and I'd like to uh, wish you the best of luck heading into your. Uh, 2020-21 season next year with Kingston, and uh, it'll be an honor to watch you play. Awesome. I really appreciate you having me.